Welcome to our Day of the Reflection for this Thursday, December 28th. Of course, we're still in the octave of Christmas, so Merry Christmas. And we should be marked by Christmas joy. And you might think, well, wait a minute, today is the Feast of the Holy Innocents. All those innocent children that Herod had killed in his attempt to wipe out the line of David and the birth of the Messiah. And uh, there's no doubt that Herod acts with great evil. And it's interesting that Herod really acts as a type of the Antichrist. Uh, because he wants to kill Christ, uh, literally. And he does it, and what really marks the Antichrist is the murder of innocent children. You know, the devil uh, is constantly seeking to, um, to, to, to kill children. Why? Uh, one of the things we find out in the book of Revelation is that when the number of the saints, the, those saved souls comes, then uh, Christ comes in the second coming. And so in a sense, the devil is deeply interested in keeping the human population down and the level of saints down because he doesn't want that day to come. Maybe that's part of it. But Herod uh, seeks to kill the innocent children. And, uh, and so in, in a certain sense, you might think, all right, the Feast of the Holy Innocents, uh, they give their life for Christ, and so the church gives them the crown of martyrdom because they bear witness to Jesus even though they die in their, in their youth, in their innocence. Right? And yet, uh, what the church does, does is it takes this tragedy of human history, perpetrated by a mean, evil despot, uh, and yet it shows that God's able to take a tragedy because of his birth and his death and his resurrection and turn it into a triumph. Right? The innocents, these innocent children, they're tragically killed, and yet they're raised on the last day, and they're given glory for dying for the sake of Christ. And so God's able to take tragedy and sorrow and bring it to joy and rejoicing. God is able, and this is what we, our faith has to see, to take evil and tragedy and draw greater good in the end and greater joy, right? He's going to comfort all those mothers and he's going to bring life to all those sad children who are martyred. And he's going to give them a special honor because they die for Christ. And uh, for all eternity now, they will have joy and they will have a dignity bestowed on them in Christ. And so that's something to reflect on. Uh, I want to reflect on the first reading as another theme too here. John, the beloved disciple, is saying, you know, he's talking about the theme of fellowship that we heard yesterday. And he wants us to have fellowship, but he says, if we say we are at fellowship with Christ, but walk in darkness, in other words, in sins, then we're not, we're lying. Right? And we're not abiding to the truth, the truth about what we're called to be and do in Christ. And to abide in that truth, we have to confess that we're sinners. If we deny that we're sinners, we're lying again. And so I think what, one of the things here that we have to see in this challenge in 1 John is to follow and be in fellowship with Christ requires truthfulness. And there's always the temptation of deceit and lies. And what is the first temptation of lying and deceit? denying our own sinfulness and our own failings. So let's have the courage to accept the truth about ourselves that we're sinners and that we fail and to confess that to Jesus whose blood, John reminds us, can cleanse us of our sins. We're cleansed of sins not by lying and deceiving ourselves and others about the truth about ourselves, but we are sinless by the blood of Christ and by embracing the truth and confessing our sins. It's a paradox. Christians aren't afraid to tell the truth about themselves as sinners, whereas people in the world, pagans and secular people, 
don't have the courage to tell the truth about their own sin because they don't know the mercy of God. So let's embrace the truth about ourselves so that we may walk in fellowship with Christ. May the Lord bless and keep you. This Daily Reflection is brought to you thanks to the generous support of the Mission Circle. Join the Mission Circle to help Catholics worldwide understand, live, and share their faith. Sign up at missioncircle.org today. To sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free, visit form.org daily and enter your email. You can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.